I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We're going to rock down to Electric Avenue and then we'll take it higher, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome <laughs> to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore is here. All right. And Petey Donaldson's here. Rizzle kicks. Damn right, mate. Yeah. Damn right. Still find them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> still still around. I'm glad, I'm glad someone said it. Now then, thousands upon thousands of fans boycotted the Rome derby on the weekend as supporters of both teams continued their protest against a decision to put up plexiglass barriers in the stadium for extra security. Plexiglass. Yeah. I bet that's a brand name. I bet you can't even say that. Mm. But you're not allowed. Well, I have. Yeah. <laughs> and I've no idea if others are available. <laughs> if, you, if you are in the marketing department of Plexiglass, <laughs> yeah. get in touch. And then we'll, and we'll, we will, for the right amount of money, completely cocoon ourselves independently in Plexiglass. Yeah. Right. Just like, in our lives. <laughs> yeah. Like big plastic condoms of UPVC yeah. uh, mm. clear materials. Or just pub- make big balls that we can roll around in. Yeah. The public will love always, it. I've always wanted to dissolve. Mm. Well, if you could come up with a uh, different extra security measure rather than said barriers, what would you go for, Jim? 
Uh, well, How would you is... keep the crowds safe and well, apart and stop fighting? And well, it, this is Rome, isn't it? And, well, it, um, it doesn't have to be, but it can yeah, be. Yeah, but in this particular example, they're okay. obviously in need of it. And one thing that uh, the Romans used to be particularly good at was uh, lions. Just sort of using lions for things. Good I mean, at lions. One good thing, at lions. But on one me. thing in particular, they used it for a lot. And I think if they, if they were just, just to have one patrol lion on each stand, with like a lion handler, obviously dressed as a centurion, um, people would know not to mess. Like, because you'd know, like, if you misbehave, they'll chuck a stake at you and just let him let him go for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's a deterrent. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, none of the lions will have to be deployed. But hmm. I think you just behave. That's going to make you behave more than glass. How would you? How would however, you com- a finer product pr- plexiglass may be. <laughs> how, how would you? How would you, combat, how would you combat the ball boy problem? <laughs> Is there a ball um, boy problem? Well, the ball boys are going to go and get the ball, presumably. But ball, oh, they don't go into the lion crowd. cubs. Ball cubs. No, but the, no, okay. but the, pl- the plexiglass doesn't get in the way of the ball boys. You train the you train the lion cubs to return a football. Okay. Well, I mean, why would you throw a steak on people that they'd probably like it's, to eat anyway? Again, it's a deterrent. You're distracting people. Yeah, you're but, distracting the lions from the people. Well, absolutely. It's safer, isn't it? But if safer. a lion's coming towards you, you're not going to go, oh, there's a steak next to me. I'll just sit here and assume it'll be fine. Or, three, three lions in the stand. Yeah, or yeah. With, <laughs> with, known hooli- <laughs> or with known hooligans. They have to have a piece of meat on them. Otherwise, they're, they're stadium bound forever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're, only, you're, yeah. you're allowed to come, but you have to wear the Lady Gaga meat suit. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Which right. needs to be introduced in football, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> it's an interesting away kit. Third kit. Yeah, the, the Spanish side, they had the ham. They did, yes. Yes. Yes, yeah. but they, they've got... Um, didn't they do asparagus the year before? They yeah, might have done. It wasn't actual yeah. ham, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, don't think, I don't think. But I think they should... Wouldn't put it past them. No, yeah. perverts. <laughs> Absolutely. Luke, what have you got? Um, two words, proximity necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking running man, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Was re- well, please it you Hunger said Games that? as well? <laughs> no, I yeah, or... Um, <laughs> Battle Royale. Yeah, I was um, I was racking my brains on the way up, trying to work out what Schwarzenegger field was. I thought it was Running Man, but I wasn't sure. I think it is. Um, but what I would do is I'd, I'd have them clipped with the proximity nexus around their neck. But having their head blow up seems a bit severe. So what I would do is once they cross the threshold, whichever threshold you wanted to make, when they it, charge, when the fans charge yeah, at each other, their trousers fall down. <laughs> <laughs> they fall over. That's great. And it's Pro- embarrasses them, and they also fall over. Prox- yeah, proximity, yeah, proximity belts. Then yeah, proximity yeah. belts. That would work. Better, but, it, yeah. but what would be great though is you know. Some football fans, when they lose rational thought, when they get so angry, fans are from the in the other sides of the stands. Hopefully, uh, rational thinking fans would go. He's going to go. He's going. Yeah. The trousers go down. There and also, is. like the, the final <laughs> insult could be that you just get banned from the stadium for indecent in- exposure. Yeah, you, do you get done so. for all sorts there. Yeah. You got to wear your undergrundies. You could be like one of those um, things you get in a car. You know those fellas where you used to have a bulb that you squeezed and his pants fell down. Yes, in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, I, I vaguely remember Cheeky Charlies that. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to stick, I'm gonna stick Cheeky with pro- Pete's. proximity necklaces, mm. but you could, it could be adapted to be. Who do you put belt. them on? Known hooligans and the like. No, every single Everyone fan has to wear one as they yeah. go in. Okay, well, so, I, I've got a better name for it. What? A battle buckle. A battle a buckle. And if you're going to battle, the buckle doth unhatch. Would a naughty necklace not suffice? <laughs> naughty, naughty necklace. necklace. That's yeah, something that's, different. That's weirdly kinky. Stay, <laughs> <laughs> boy. We'll not have you talk about naughty necklaces. Are we still recording? Yeah, don't, don't reveal your true nature on the podcast. <laughs> I shouldn't, should I? be shocked. Peace. Leisure suit Larry over there. <laughs> Um, I'd go for uh, WWE star Seth Rollins. Just lob him Just, in. He's, yeah, he's currently got a knee injury, so he could okay. swing an aluminium chair still, couldn't yeah. he? And but just he take de- a couple out. But he deserves a substitute for him if he's injured. All right, Henry Rollins. <laughs> yeah, all of them. <laughs> all right. Um, a- any tough Sonny Rollins, Rollins yeah, the, fine, fine, the fine. jazz guy. It's okay, so you've got him. So why him specifically? Because he's injured and he's got now to do. So he's got a... Um, he's got a, you he's know, a big boy. Something. You can just, he's a big tear boy. just tear into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or silly string. <laughs> 
What they? Because it's silly strings tedious, isn't it? What so you squirt silly squirt, string? Because so, people are expecting mace to come out of the bottle, yeah. and like if the police squirt squirt silly string, the what? tedium and the like the raw nature of uh, yeah. of silly string, everyone would be like, oh, I'm against uh, I'm about, against silly string. What about Why? silly mace? Silly, silly mace. mace. It's still made of mace, and initially you think, ah, oh, it's just silly string. Oh, no! It burns. <laughs> yeah. I'm against uh, silly string uh, for reasons of chlorofluorocarbons. <laughs> is that the propellant or the uh, or be, the string yeah. itself? I think it might be the propellant. I'm not, they've probably changed the makeup of it now, but it surely, used to be. I mean, it if they can get rid of, it, if they can get it out of links or axe internationally. Despite um, despite popular consensus, the ozone layer is indeed growing, so it's worth thinking about. It's oh. a theory. Mm. You could just position the o- hold the nose on there over the stadium and just burn everyone. They've all got baldy bonsers, haven't they? Yeah. Hooligans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of them. Like, yeah. One of the most sinister hooligan scenes of all time was in an Italian. I think it was an Italian national game against Serbia, when there was that known hooligan and they put those big nets up, and that big massive known hooligan, uh, which calm as you like, was just sat on top of the fence, just clipping the net. Oh, with yeah. scissors, really slow. Do you remember him? Oh, right, I do. Yeah. Putting, oh, God, terrorizing terrifying. the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 let me uh, talk about the stuff of dreams then. I would have. So instead of a uh, glass we're, barrier, we're moving on to Scotland this quickly. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they did win again. Um, instead of having uh, the, the glass barriers come up, if you think. They're charging. They're charging. Quick, send the send the dancers in, and I'd have a line of can canning dancers to go in well, between kick them. Well, in the face. Yeah, well, kick them in the face. But also, that would I think that would go one of two ways. If you had really flamboyant, you mm. know, body paint dancers giving it the can can, people would be quite freaked out and be like, "What?" and then back yeah. off. Or people get involved. How do you get them in though, without everyone noticing? Oh, what, easy. Like, bring bring other dancing horses, like yeah. Echo and the Bunnyman song. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. all that. Yeah. You know, so can can is not, new, not a Newcastle, though. <laughs> no one's going to punch a can can. No, that's true. That's oh, true. That'd be, all, be yeah. an awful thing to do. Yeah, mind you, we did think nobody would punch a horse. No, yeah. happened not twice. One of, the horses, one of the horses wasn't even real. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, just punching the idea of a horse. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that, that punching, image. Punching horses is a concept. That I image, think. I don't think we'd ever think we'd see. I don't think we ever thought it, it was the sort of thing you'd see on, like, I don't know, like a, a prog uh, album cover. Like yeah. something, a really yeah. weird, obscure thing. It is. Isn't it? Like Punching horses thing. sounds like a band Luke would have a T-shirt of. Yeah, yeah. Very wearing, true. It, wearing it now. I think Jim's got the points with his lines. Yeah. It's well a lovely well idea. Well done, Jim. You know, and and strong measures need to need to be brought. We could in. combine it. We could combine all of them. I'd say so. We could yeah. have lions with proximity necklaces. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you say again? Oh, rid, on that, <laughs> with that wrestler on the back of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And when it's all over, can can. Yeah. <laughs> Seth Rollins can can. Yeah. We've all got the points. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in silly string. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, in the Premier League, Arsenal and Spurs, they got a point each. It was quite nice. Oh, I forgot we had to talk about this. Very charitable. Hey, come on. <laughs> they were one nil down, Jim. Yeah. They they were one, and, and in light of they uh, was robbed. I know Manchester City obviously dropped points, and Arsenal think, oh, we could have gone top. But actually, if you could spin that on its head, Arsenal are playing their local rivals, who are having a good season, yeah, very and good are very hard to beat, and played very well on the day. Um, so actually, if you were going to dr- drop a couple of points. You know, Man City have drawn with Aston Villa. Yeah, well, it's always good to have more points than fewer <laughs> points. But you know, I'll, I'll take like, it. It was a I'll positive. Your, it yeah. was a positive spin. I'll take your spin, definitely. Okay. Um, Spurs were magnificent. It has to be said, they were they're just quicker to everything and um, just so much more committed. They forced Arsenal wide, and then Arsenal could do nothing in those wide positions. I was sort of um, kind of really taken aback by how 
how bad Arsenal were at times because Spurs are very good at disrupting the rhythm but when, when Arsenal did get back in possession they made some just so many poor passes a lot of players were off their game there was talk that um, Santi Cazorla was just really dizzy the whole day <laughs> which is really, really strange illness maybe did, he had a weird lasagna well, did, they, did they take him off at half time didn't they yeah Spurs didn't take a lot who of didn't kill anyone which is no, great yeah. a weird lasagna will do that to you yeah. Jim mm. Spurs, um, Spurs didn't Spurs looked really good I mean they pressed so hard and worked really mm. really hard and, and, yeah. and, and I think they didn't take a certain amount of credit for making Arsenal look bad. I oh, they, did, they did. They pressed hard against the back of the sink, and the sink fell off. Yeah, and it smashed everywhere. Did they throw yeah. the chick, did they throw the kitchen sink half of that. They did smash up the sinks, didn't they? Uh, which you know just hey? implies they don't yeah, really that, need any I, I level of it, hygiene. This I don't know if you saw it, Marcus, but. Um, a load of Spurs fans smashed up a lot of Arsenal fans. Arsenal toys. Not Arsenal fans. Yeah. Sick, around the house. Breaking <laughs> down. <laughs> uh, what a coordinated and strange inspector. And yeah. remember, you guys. You, you don't wash your hands. <laughs> you, know, you can't wash your hands. <laughs> um, do you remember in Euro 2012 we went to Kiev and I saw a I Swedish man taking a sink off the wall and I took yeah. a photo of him. And Casually he really happy with it. Yeah. And he had a Swedish flag on his back. He didn't it, smash him though. He just moved it away moved from the it, wall yeah, like a it. proper like Viking display of strength. Yeah. Yeah. Really weird. You wouldn't expect that from a Swedish fan, would you? No, he was very happy when he did it as well yeah. it's hard to be angry at him to be honest look yeah. at this but but I mean they're not sinks that the Arsenal fans are going to use mm-hmm. so they've, yeah, <laughs> exactly. they've been hoisted by their own sink there, yeah, they're they're basically they've just messed it up for whoever's visiting next yeah that's right <laughs> yeah that's very very true indeed. but I mean in um, retrospect Arsenal fans or rather Spurs fans were very quick to point out that Arsenal did start peeling off the word Tottenham Hotspur from the they did no, it was, um, it was, was the darest to do oh, really? wasn't it oh was it okay well, come on you spell something like that but um, it, you'd be interested to know though I, well I wouldn't be at all surprised to find out that um, taking the sinks off the wall in the uh, away in the stadium's um, toilets is actually mm. a more severe offence in the eyes of UEFA than racism. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> also uh, sounds like the sort a hefty of thing. Fine. Yeah, also sounds like the sort of thing where there's like an ancient law about it. Yeah, so you can be like you can be drowned. Yeah, on, on the third day of the month yeah. from 200 paces with a crossbar or something. <laughs> yeah. Drowned from 200 paces. Yeah, with, with interesting the punishment. Is it true that um, Spurs fans, Spurs from now on, are going to have to play their games um, behind? Toilet doors. <laughs> well, those are sharp pieces of porcelain. They could do some damage. Yeah. Do, yeah. They could mm-hmm. snip the top of a net, for example. Mm. If, if we can come away from sinks, um, if the, the sinks can come away yeah. from the wall of the game, yeah, yeah. which like was a, a sink coming away from a wall. It, yeah, it was. It was a great game, actually. It was. And Spurs, I think was, Spurs will will be kicking themselves that they didn't take a couple of chances they had. Um, Harry Kane and, and Christian Eriksen in, in second half, in particular, had a couple of shots where um, you t- you just wonder if part of them is still sort of like sort of. For sort of they're what, kind of scared of beating Arsenal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Quite often they'll go one 0 up and they'll 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 waste a big chance they would otherwise take and let us back into the game. Slightly they've giddy, done it so often. Slightly giddy they were in that in that position. Yeah, I, I, they, they sort of thought, hang on, we should be backs to the walls here and actually we could kill the game. I off. did, I did yeah. think that because towards the end, I mean, Juru had some chances and obviously when it was one 0 towards the end, Spurs were hanging on a bit and I was thinking, there, yeah. there's no way they should be hanging on in Definitely. this game. Well, there was a ten minute period where Arsenal actually looked really good, which yeah. is obviously when we got the goal. And I was thinking during that time, like I'll be a bit be a bit disappointed if we don't actually win this given how dominant we've been in that like micro part of the game and um, credit must go to Wenger as well for how much he had to switch his team around with mm. the players on the bench like you're looking at that bench thinking how are you getting a goal out of that played Kieran Gibbs up front yeah mm. he's played in midfield a couple of times this yeah season, he's played sort of more on the, um, le- on the left wing I but think, I think Wenger's, was... Wenger's getting a bit of a stick I, mean, I read in the evening standard earlier today that he um one of the correspondents in there is having a, having a pop at Wenger for not strengthening with outfield players during the summer and it's like we've got 10 players out yeah, I mean, absolutely. What, what, do you, what do you expect you can only yeah. name a certain amount of players in your, in your Premier League Definitely. squad yeah. do you know what I mean? you, 10 players <laughs> you can't legislate for that I mean, I, I mean there might be another issue at play which is 
the way that Arsenal look after their players. I, mean, I don't I don't know enough about that. Yeah, but a lot that's of people have said problem. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. So, but that aside, I mean, you can't blame Wenger for that for not no. signing players. It was it was funny feeling after the game looking at both camps. That Spurs seemed very pleased with themselves as they should have been because they applied themselves superbly at the game and were, were unlucky. But I suppose as the game swings, they held on for a point, and it's a point away to uh, a side who have got title ambitions. Yeah, and Arsenal having been one down and been the the second best team on the pitch for about 75 minutes probably slightly relieved they got a point maybe mm. so it was quite weird both yeah. teams seemed relatively not yeah. happy I mean, but content with a point if you take the emotion out of it it's um it's not the worst result in the world for either team is it no, no, I don't, I don't, think, I don't so. think so. And I think Spurs, I mean, if you look at that, how they're coming into their own now, Spurs, and Dembele was fantastic. Yeah. Um, they've got um, Dyer and, um, and Dele Alli playing great at the base of the midfield with Ryan Mason coming back. So there's competition yeah. for places there. Yeah. If they could sign in January, and it's easier said than done, but if they could sign in January an experienced forward, it's like a bit of a backup for Harry Kane. Um, in case anything happens to him, and maybe a midfield player, just just for a, a bit more backup, yeah. um, that could be a real good show. They're only four yeah. points off the top, and the momentum is amazing. And and the great thing about them is they just look they're like five such, points off the top. Five points off the top. Yeah. Sorry, they look like a really hungry. They're obviously a young team, and they work so so hard. Yeah. Um, and the momentum is with them at the moment for but, sure. Yeah. And Pochettino seems to be the type of manager that players like playing for and want to play for. Mm. There was an article in the Independent by Miguel Delaney, and he was talking about Pochettino doing a lot of good work for English football a number of players that have played under Pochettino have gone on to make their England debuts and yeah. you see as you mentioned Luke Dyer and, and Deli Alley there mm. and Ryan Mason who has been there a, he's a, had an injury hasn't he recently? yeah but I mean yeah. Mason's been there um, a little while and so on but, but what Pochettino's doing with that side is there's great cohesion there I mean Dyer's a centre back you know, obviously yeah. he learned a lot of his trade at Sporting in in Portugal, but now he's brought him into that midfield. They're so hard to beat. You've also got you also mm. got a factor in that you can tell one of the other ways you can tell that Pochettino's doing a good job and it's a United squad is look at that Andros Townsend thing. Mm. Yeah. He acted up. Um, it was dealt with. There was no soap opera. Yep. He wasn't in the squad at the weekend. They brought a young player for another young player for to sit on the bench um, instead. I think. Um, and then nothing's really been said. I mean, if, if that was handled badly, you know what the press is like. I mean, it could have gone, it could have run and run and run. And I think there's just not happened. There's been bigger stories this week, though. I think they're, they're bigger than big... Spurs. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but I, well, I say I was talking about. I was talking up Spurs on the preview show, saying that they could win that game. Oh, and I was nearly right. Yeah. You said Which top is two. wrong. You said they, they could finish top two. I seem to recall. Well, I, and do you know? I was what, in boots. Though? I nearly still... dropped my items. <laughs> <laughs> they still, they still can. But they I think, can. I, I think, in theory, they can. If he's, if he can get them like this that that resilience and that can stay so even if one player drops out and he gets a couple of injuries you've still got that ethic in, in the side very hard to beat so on and so forth maybe add one or two in, in January with Chelsea you know in a relegation battle lol and uh, yeah. a Manchester United a little bit out of sorts yeah okay they're, they're ahead you would imagine hopefully not but you would imagine West Ham and Leicester w w will they still be up there you, you would expect a little bit of a drop off as I say hopefully not um, but Spurs you know Arsenal we, they often have a, a collapse well, or two yeah, but the reason they can be they can finish top two is because look at the other teams around them up at the top and not one of them have well, obviously top two was yeah, like yeah. a huge shout but, they, but, they, but top four certainly yeah, yeah I mean they all look top at that four. as there for the taking yes. and they've as good a chance as, as they've ever had you know they've done it before one time they weren't allowed in Europe because of Chelsea <laughs> yeah. but they, you know they've done it and th I think this squad is as good as the squads that qualified for, for Europe mm. before um, I think uh, worth pointing out Mesut Ozil set a record as well didn't he his yeah. sixth game in a row with an assist 10th of the season yeah. now yeah, that was fantastic. I mean, that, he was on. He was joint with a lot of other players on five on there. He needed one more to go on his own, and he did that. Mm. He's, he's having a fantastic season. He, he, really is. he certainly is. Uh, we're going. Player. We're going to talk about Pards' Palace after this. They're men of the world, not you regular rabble. They love a bit of that. Hash, hashtag travel.
Oh, Alan Pardew. He's oh, just God. like that Jürgen Klopp, but a bit better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to the hand, Jürgen. Yeah. <laughs> See a lot of me and him. I'll tell you what, it's, it, Palace needed a, a bit of a result. They've mm. been on the end of uh, a couple of bad ones, and people were maybe thinking... Oh, it's part. Well, I'll, I'll see. But their recent record against Liverpool's good. It is good. That thanks to the big man. Yeah, um, I've, I, I dug out a little. I think I'm right in saying this. Dug out a little stat. I'm pretty sure none of Crystal Palace's strikers have scored a single yeah, Premier League goal this right. season. You might be right there. So Gale, Bamford, Wickham, Campbell, and Shamak. None of them have scored in the Premier uh, League. Gale, Wickham Gale. and Shamak have been injured, haven't they? Gale hasn't scored in the Premier League this season. No, he scored in the League Cup. I think he got a hat-trick no, in the League Cup. Wickham started against Chelsea, I think, at Stamford Bridge. He has played. No, he I hasn't think. scored. Yeah, no, no, but I'm, I'm saying he may well have been injured, but I think he's played a few games. Mm. It's, it's strange, isn't it? Because they're doing really well. But if they can get that position sorted... Because they've got some... Though, isn't it? Don't need them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even need strikers. You wait and see how big, good we are when I decide to roll out the strikers. Yeah, that's <laughs> to be fair, that's kind of how we played at Newcastle. I mean, I do, apart Through from... Through necessity, he, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but they do have so many good attacking midfielders Palace don't yeah. they mm. and yeah. Kabai's winding with a few goals they've had a few penalties and stuff like that as well yeah. Yeah. Scott Dan yeah. Scott Dan yeah. you know. Dan 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 <laughs> yeah, and so on um, but yeah brilliant result uh, Klopp, Klopp was a little bit downbeat after the game he felt a bit lonely he said yeah, which is people left. To... Yeah, it's good to get good, you need to get your first defeat out of the way, don't you? You got it's on this amongst your back otherwise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, to be honest, like watching him do his nonsense on the touchline, that the way he kicked the ball away and stuff. If it was just this season, and if I had no <laughs> personal history with him, I could almost personal. see myself possibly in the future regarding that man as less than an idiot. Oh, oh really? He's, he's the foundation for a backtrack. And then a, notable, I remember, then, a notable thawing in relations. But then, <laughs> then yeah. I remember that he is clearly once considered a nipple piercing. So has he really? He, he's the sort of man who would. Was it the nineties? <laughs> if it was the nineties, that's okay. He's got a camera roll full of willy shots. He's we all most, know this. He's the most passive-aggressive manager in the Premier League. Yeah. He, he, yeah the yeah. amount of times he does the Pulis. angry, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry thing is yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pulis is quite no. He's just aggressive, isn't he? Yeah. yeah that's Pulis. a sort of general stern kind of mm. just head yeah. isn't it he can't not look angry he doesn't have a choice hey, but he, yeah Padre though three points at Anfield lovely old job yeah I mean he promised them an extra day off didn't he uh, if they won and apparently he said they made a conscious decision to take the game to Liverpool so as, you know you, you've got to put that down as good man management he's seen what his squad like which is doing nothing mm. apparently give him every day off time. give him every day yeah. off and, and it's worked <laughs> yeah but Padre with the man management it is a funny one because he loves his first eleven. And the first 11 love him because he, he always sticks with them. And some of those young players at Palace, um, an agent was telling me not that long ago, that they're absolutely buzzing off him. Mm. And I don't know what, I don't know, is it is it one of those things where... They're not grown enough to re- grown up enough to realise his much, limitations. Pretty much what I was going. But no, uh, no, but they're not, they're not grown up to realise that the kind of the idiot. arrogance and the banter and all that kind of stuff actually is... Masking things. Yeah, he, like he enjoys a Giacomo advert. Is it? A, <laughs> is it like a substitute teacher who comes in as a bit of a laugh? You think, oh, this guy's great, and then you realise, no, he's. But we talked a bit about. There's this. a reason why he's a substitute teacher. <laughs> yeah. We've talked a bit about this in the past with Bre- in a slightly different way with Brendan Rodgers, where you don't want a manager to be ridiculously clever, ridiculously intelligent. They've got to mm. be on, on a level, you know. They've yeah. got to be, yeah. They don't want to alienate themselves from the general population of players in the squad, yeah, because they're not going to respond to that. So they've almost got to be pseudo intellectual to be successful. Yeah, and you can imagine them getting behind parties in that way because he he's, he's fairly sort of authoritative in but in a sort of every man yeah. oh yeah I, I remember you, I can imagine him doing a lot of the old um, 
oh, when I was your age, I was doing all this as well. Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, and, exactly. and, them, yeah. and them sort of relating to that. Yeah. Um, with, but with Brendan Rodgers, it was very a pseudo-intellectual thing where he would he would pretend to be intelligent and then they would love it. Do you know what I mean? Because they think he was, but yeah. he actually wasn't. So it's, it's a similar. I think there's a similar thread there. I think I, I think I think you're absolutely right. But look, all joking aside, Pardew's doing he's doing very well, and as mm. we know, he's a wonderful Premier League manager. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's a great result. No two ways about it. Can Newcastle see where he is from where they are at the moment? <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> They'll get theirs. They will get theirs. Yeah. Yeah, He'll do points. something terrible. There's only six points. Fingers yeah. crossed it'll be after this show's finished. <laughs> Pete, would you, would you take Newcastle surviving but finishing way, way, way lower than Palace, kind of like what they did last season, and Palace maybe get into Europe, dare I say, or would you take Newcastle finishing 18th and Palace finishing 19th? Marcus, it's literally the best I hope for of the former. So, yeah, eighteenth is, is stretching it even now, Marcus. So. He bite your whole body off. Well, they're seventeenth right now. Yeah, yeah, but we will come on. That was there, a smashing. Oh my god, that yeah. was wild. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, good, yeah. So wonderful win for for Palace. Wonderful win for Stoke as well. They needed a, a three points, and as we s- sort of hinted at in the preview show that. Uh, Chelsea coming to town was was the perfect tonic for them, really, wasn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, or was it? They played well, Chelsea, didn't well, they? The thing Another is, though, day they would have had a point or two. They, or three. they did sort of play well in a way, but again, uh, and I haven't seen many other people pick up on this. We talked about uh, when they played against Liverpool, and the moment they went two one behind, they were just in disarray. Mm. Yeah. Okay. When they went behind against Stoke, they didn't go into disarray straight away. They really flapped. And then at one point, now I don't know who was making the decisions because I don't know the terms of Mourinho's stadium ban, whether he was able to sort of phone instructions through. He was, yeah. He was, he okay. Could communicate so, by phone. So if it was coming from Mourinho, that's even more worrying because at one point they had, I don't know what formation they were playing, they had four number 10s on the pitch yeah. and, and no one really looked like they knew what they were doing. It, they looked like they moved to three at the back, but I couldn't work out how many midfielders they were playing. They had Remy and Costa still on mm. and it looked like they were all over the place. And I felt, I'll tell you who I felt sorry for, Baba Rackman, who, yeah. who had possibly the worst day at the office this season. <laughs> worst first anything. day at the office. His <laughs> yeah, first, was it his first, first game, game for him, isn't it? I, I think so, I may be wrong. Um, he did not know what to do. Yeah, but I mean, I, some of Chelsea played well. I think that's the way to put it. There were still too many players just missing there. Diego Costa, again, like he, 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 a lot of people have said this, but he seems to focus more on the personal battle he was having with Ryan Shawcross mm. than actually getting anything out of the game. At one mm. point, he, you could see it was on the cameras, he told Shawcross that he smelled, yeah, that's and right. Shawcross <laughs> just laughed at him. Now, when Suarez did that sort of thing, when Ronaldo did that sort of thing, it, it would wind the players up, and it would you know, wind opposition fans up and stuff like that, but there would be an end product from it. They would they would feed off the negative energy they created from that. Costa doesn't do that. Yeah. He like just he's missing looks, that bit out. Yeah, absolutely. He just, <laughs> just becomes a lumbering oaf. He's yeah. more concerned with this battle that he's got going on. And there was a point towards the end of the game where Eden Hazard... Um, was on the edge of the box and he was retaining the ball really, really well. He basically he had to do absolutely everything on his own, which he understandably failed to do because Costa was just giving him nothing. He was making mm. no run. He was just think, giving him no option. I, I think he shouldn't be. I don't, personally, I don't think he should be anywhere near the team. And mm. also to, to follow up on that four number ten thing. I mean, towards the end of the game, when you've already got that many creative attacking midfield players on the pitch, the last thing you want is your striker dropping short, dropping yeah. short or over and over again. And I, the reason I play Remy is because at least Remy runs in behind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. At, least he, at least he shows a bit of positivity. And he's fine. He might smash three or four shots high, wide, and handsome, but he'll have a go. But Remy's record when he's had game time has been pretty yeah. good. So mm. give him a run in the team, and you know more of those shots might go in. You it can... must be the politics thing again with Chelsea. There's no reason he can't. He shouldn't be playing. Yeah. It's like you said in the previous show. It's, it's, he's not picking them best on far more. I can't, I can't see him doing I mean, it, like, you can see why Mark Hughes is more than happy to take eight million quid off um, Chelsea for Begovic because like Butland again was just magnificent. Fantastic, yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. I think he's, he's probably the best keeper, uh, best English keeper. I mean. Mm. 
mm. on form at the moment. That's, yeah, that's good so. for England too because someone putting pressure on Joe Hart is a good thing. Definitely. Mm. Mark Butler may get run out in uh, one of the friendlies. Absolutely. Uh, you'd hope so. I think you'd ho- he deserves that, I think. Mm. Certainly. I did enjoy the way that Mourinho sort of made his coaches all look the same. <laughs> I yeah. was like, just in case any of you do a good job, I want you to look ridiculous uh, so you can't come <laughs> after my job. But the news, <laughs> the news in the in the in the in the, um, in the media since that game has been fairly relaxed on Mourinho. Yeah, it? it's not been. Yeah. It's been like uh, it's almost like the, wasn't the, there. Not cause, yeah, because he didn't have to do a pre a post match interview. Yeah, I and guess couldn't so. like not do it. But do you reckon <laughs> the press have been briefed? I reckon they might have been briefed from someone saying that he's not going. Yeah. so you forget about it. Yeah, right, actually, possibly. Because yeah, possibly. they've been Chelsea been very consistent in their support, haven't they? It's, it's very it's very rare that every single journalist will will, will sort of play that tune. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, because I think. From reading between the lines, I think that if they could have got Ancelotti on a short-term deal towards the end of the season or something like that, they may have gone uh, for him and got rid of Mourinho. But perhaps he, he's just not interested. They think. Mm. But the guy on Five Live today was even saying if they lose against, I think they've got, I think they're at home to Norwich. Norwich, yeah. I think the guy on the, on the radio today was saying even if they lose at home to Norwich after the international break, he won't his position won't be considered. Well, that's right, yeah, because I think they've probably looked at the options and the thought, where, where do yeah. we go actually? And, I, I, I and mean, also the fans, you never know. They could have actually listened to the fans. And credit to the Chelsea fans, you know, they've they've, they've stuck behind. They've stuck yeah. by yeah. their man, and great. and you know, he, Mourinho's given them so much success, obviously, and. They've and they've uh, you know we often talk about football fans being fickle and whatnot, but they've done very well there to to stay uh, stand behind Mourinho, and that could have swayed the uh, the board's decision. You never know because they were seriously unhappy when Mourinho went in the first place. Mm. Um, mm. But it well, then, it just but it's intriguing because it, it you could get to Christmas and Chelsea have not turned it round and. On paper, they're in a relegation fight. Yeah. Do, do, it seems but, ridiculous. Do, do, you know, do you know that it could just be that they're doing quite well? They're doing all right in the Champions League. The, 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 that is their main game. That, well, that, it, that, that's all they've got left. That's, isn't always, it? That, that's what they've always wanted to win. And if as long as they're still in that, yeah. I mean, it does seem strange with with the Champions League. I mean, under Moyes at Manchester United, they still got to the quarterfinal of the Champions League, and it was only Bayern that I think they drew one all at home, was it, and then lost. Yeah, was it three one away or something like United that. United fired know? Moyes as soon as they mathematically couldn't get into the top four. Yeah, but, but no, the point I was making was going off on what Pete said that uh, the Champions League seems to be well, it is a different yeah, but, competition, but it just seems that they're they're performing okay. And they're not they're not, not, not going to well. win that though, are they? Let's be realistic. No, so but, it, but 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 as Pete said, you know, they still seem to be doing all right in it. Did I say last week that no team has started this badly and finished any higher than seventh? I think so. And that was before they got beat again. Yeah. So I don't know what. This is the thing, isn't it? Regardless of whether they sack Mourinho or not, this season is a write-off. Yeah, so, it has to be now. Yeah. It has to be. So, you know, it doesn't Weird. make a huge amount of difference. Very Pedro's strange. form is another interesting one. It's sort of, you know, he started really, really well, scored a goal and got an assist on his debut. And they're, they're there's so many all, other players underperforming. That's gone under the radar. Yeah, but it's just all, isn't it? It's hard to pinpoint it. Um, Manchester United beat West Brom 2-0. I mean, it wasn't a particularly wonderful game, but Jesse Lingard's a player, isn't he? Mm. I like him. He said the other week that when the fans were shouting attack and trying to urge them forward... He said every time he got the ball, he wanted to do something. He wanted to try and excite the fans, and it's it must be lovely for those Manchester United fans to see. Well, there's uh, one of our own mm. who's who's performing and beginning to to become a player. You know, he set up Rooney in the in the Champions League quite well, um, and he and he scored a lovely goal himself. And there's a little bit of something about him, mm. whereas it's pretty flat. Other than yeah, that, I mean, really. he's keeping Memphis to pie out the team. Yeah, yeah. tells its own story, really. I know. Yeah. Um, I mean, should have equalised. Oh, really. yeah. Yeah. terrified of having a ball in the face. <laughs> like, genuinely, look. I thought I thought I thought the coverage of that was a bit harsh. I thought it looked to me like he'd gone maybe a half a stride too far 
and he just couldn't turn his head around. Yeah, I don't it. think it was because he was scared of heading a football. Look like it. Yeah, <laughs> come on. I think he got his body in an awkward position, and he, and he went too far, and the ball was slightly, ever so slightly behind him, which made him move his neck in a slightly weird. And listen, I've got no particular reason to defend him. Maybe like, it's just how I saw it. Maybe he was distracted by someone in the crowd wearing another team's colours, and he thought, "Oh, that looks good." Maybe on me, that would look good on me. Or maybe he saw Jeremy Peace and thought, "I'm not playing for him again. I promise." <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> yeah, but Manchester United, though, they, they're still only two points off the top, aren't they? This yeah, well, exactly. This is the thing. I think. I, is it worrying? There are some lumbering performances in the Premier League this season. They're, 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 they're defensively slow, though, aren't they? Absolutely, they're more serious contenders for the league than they're being credit uh, being given credit for uh, mm. in a lot of places. So they're, they're, you know, they are grinding out results. But you know, teams don't always play brilliantly. Uh, I'm sure they're going to pick up at some point during the season. They've got the players there. It's just about Van Gaal finding yeah. finding the right balance of players that you know they're not his players, as we know. It's, it's not his, not his team. So bit, but they're no Leicester City, are they? No. Um, at Newcastle United, they got a one nil away win, Peter. What a stinking performance you. that was. How <laughs> dare I? Rob Elliott in goal. He's, oh. a, ch- he's a chubber. But yeah, at the beginning I'll of the game, you, you text everyone saying, what, what a fat man. And then he's, he had a game, he had a game of his life. Well, he's, he's injured, like, but I, I don't like him because he was a Pardew apologist. Oh, was he? <laughs> off, off, the, off the clock as well. That shit runs on, endless. If it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for him, uh, they, they wouldn't have got one point. He played like, very, very well. And, you know, again, with, with a pretty stinking injury uh, yeah. under his sizable belt but That's the right. um, but the uh, it was a complete mirror image of the Stoke match the previous match where Newcastle had performed really well and they only got a point out of that so I don't necessarily oh McLaren was a... right when he said oh we've played much better than that and not taken anything yeah. from a game and, and mm. I completely agree with him yeah. Bournemouth I mean the thing with Bournemouth is they've got to take a certain amount of the blame I mean, they've got to take their chances. That's the, the they have enough chances. The reality of the situation is, as we all know, because we watch football for many, many years, if you mm. strike a ball well enough and they take the chance properly, the keeper can't save it. Yeah. So the, the, for that to happen over and over again, is very. I mean, it's negligent, negligent really. It is. It's, an, it's a negligent. Yeah. Harry Redknapp said that he, uh, after the game, Old Red has said that uh, he wouldn't be disappointed if... Um, if if that team performed like that under him, he said you, you've you've played well. Don't worry, you know it's positive, and you'll get something else. I would soon agree enough. with I would I would agree with that to an extent. But the point is that you've got to take your chances. Yeah. It's no good creating a hundred chances if you can't if you can't take one mm. of them. You know what I mean? They, they, Especially because that that defence. Yeah, you know, completely, completely. Mm. Um, let's go to the championship. Mm. Chaps, Hull three, Middlesbrough nil. Steve McLaren's old side on the end of a beating there. Hull are top. They haven't conceded a goal in five, unbeaten in 12. Also knocked Leicester City out of the cup. Could we see Brucey's boys back in the Prem? He's been linked with the Fulham job, Bruce, hasn't he? Has he? He's, he's, I think he, well, he was, certainly was favourite to take that job. Really? Even though he's flying high in the... Well, uh, well the early favourites straight after it ha- uh, after Kit Simmons uh, was, was, was sacked were Nigel Pearson, Tim Sherwood and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Well, Hasselbank's done a fantastic job, Burton. You can you can definitely say that. Who are the other two? Timmy Sherwood. No, not having that. And not <laughs> Nigella Pearson. Well, Tim Sherwood. Tim, won't Tim take Sherwood it. at Fulham. No, I can I can. He won't see take that. it anyway because he thinks he thinks he's too good for it. I think he. Nah, it's I, London, isn't it? London. True. I think he, true. I think he would take it actually. I I think it's above his um, it's above his performance level. I completely agree. I think but he thinks it's below his performance level. Yeah. It's, but it's, I, I miss it's the Sherwood conundrum. <laughs> I just miss Kit Simmons now because that was a proper Premier League name or Premiership name. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it was Marco Gabardini, Roland Nielsen, those kind of players. Chris like, oh, oh, lovely. It's Chris Simons. <laughs> Rulo. It's Kit Simons, you guys. Oh, He's sorry. He's Pompey. I should know. Yeah. It's Kit Simons. You want to say Simmons? No, Simons. And I feel oh. sorry for him because he 
remember the, the state Fulham room when he took over? They were in a, was it one point? Felix Magat. One point from the first eight or nine games on the Magat. Yeah. yeah. Having an absolute stinker. I mean, he quite literally run them into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Simons, Kit Simons, he, he, I think there was something like eight or nine points, something like that, safe from relegation last season. So it wasn't too inspiring, but they was in the doldrums. Yeah, they were, So yeah. he did sort them out. But no, I mean, now they're in a funny position. They're eight points off the playoffs and seven points off relegation. And who's, relegation who's in charge? Of what now? Yeah, is it Kerbishley? Neil Warnock, isn't he? Isn't no, 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 that's QPR. QPR. Oh, yeah, right, QPR. of course. You're getting your West right, London sorry. sides mixed up. Yeah, I, well, I, I couldn't figure out where he was. Yeah, well, he's in the area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah, West London's having a funny old time. Fulham, obviously. I think it's very premature. Great win, for, great win for Birmingham, we should say. 5-2 away from home. But yeah, Neil Warnock's been put in uh, temporary charge of QPR. Poor old Chris Ramsey. Mm. Uh, but Warnock said of his interim appointment, he couldn't believe his luck. He said, I don't know whether it's going to be one game, two games or whatever, but I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> and if I can, I'm going to try and help them pick, presumably the, the new manager. I hope they ask me. Surely they'll ask my, for my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Nice for him to spare a thought for Chris Ramsey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, like, I don't know whether it's going to be one game or two. I'm going to enjoy myself, aren't I? <laughs> but like, can you imagine if they, if he for some reason had the job like permanently and took them up? Yeah. He's like a dog who's not allowed on the bed. <laughs> he gets. <laughs> He, he gets, he gets, he in, the Premier, he gets in the Premier League and then they sack him immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Oi, they come in the room. What are you doing? Get yeah, out! Yeah, because yeah. he sticks the place out. Yeah. <laughs> he's a dog who spent ages actually physically smashing down the bedroom door, yeah. finally getting into the bedroom <laughs> and then immediately accidentally taking the shit on the carpet. Oh, Neil. Yeah. Yeah. Neil or... I hope they ask me. <laughs> they surely will ask my opinion. Yeah. Um, who do you think it should be, Neil? You sound like, Alan, you sound like Alan Bennett. Oh, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, lovely old job there. Um, Huddersfield, they were beaten 3-0 by Leeds in the West Yorkshire derby. Great mm. win for Big Steve Evans. Alex Moat scored a peach. Knee was... and then smashing it, oh. like Tony. Yeah, it was a bit well. Yeah. He scored one from downtown the week before against he did. Cardiff, didn't he? Yeah, he, did. he likes a block. It's, it's, it's one of those goals that like people pundits will usually say, "Oh, the defenders need to get closer." Shut up! No, yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's one of those ones where if the defender thinks he's going to shoot, fine, shoot. The, from defe- there. the defender was pretty close, and yeah. he, you know he tried to get a block in, but it was just an absolute no, like, scud missile. If someone's going to shoot from that far out, you've just got to think to yourself, "Well, he's, he's not Ronaldo or something like that." <laughs> yeah, go um, on then. Leeds United, their problem is is winning at home, isn't it? I think I'm right. So they've won once at home all year really? in, terms of, in terms of the calendar year I wow. think yeah, yeah. they've certainly only won one, away, one at home this season oh, God, imagine how that must affect you as a fan as well <laughs> it's so rubbish isn't yeah. it like, the, the atmosphere so must be um, it's like when you're, just sad like, before you've even started like being an Aston Villa season ticket holder under Paul Lambert when they scored yeah. about 11 goals oh, by like, yeah. February or something yeah oh he could take over the Fulham job his name was Links as well um, but of course at the time of recording nobody has uh, in the Brian Clough derby Nottingham Forest beat derby 1-0 County still up in the playoff spots, but Forest down in 18th. They needed the win. They're not mm. doing much since Morshadamas cursed them. <laughs> Dougie Freeman's having a terrible time of it down there. Well, they're <laughs> eight, about 18th now, aren't they? Like yeah. Are you going to lift the curse or does it not work like that? Uh, no comment. <laughs> God, Adebayo's mum. Yeah. Oh, no dear. Horror. Oh, dear. We're going to talk about the uh, FA Cup first round and uh, La Liga after this little thing. Watch out now. It's getting too hot to handle. The screen's coming in falls Before we do, don't forget the Premier League preview show sponsored by Bet365 on Friday mornings. Up your internet pipes, Luke. 
Yeah, we're raising money for Prostate Cancer UK as well. And our bet of the week on Friday was um, Jamie Vardy to score. Go on, yeah. Vard. Just tack it and onto the did. back of that narrative. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he, got nine, he got his ninth in nine games. Mm, yeah. So good news for him and good news for us. When Ooh. they got a penalty, I was, think, I was thinking, you've got to. Go it on, was Vard. a lovely touch for Mars to give him that. Very nice. I think so it, we nice. should extend our thanks from all at the Ramble and, yeah. the, and the Prostate Cancer UK. On yeah. behalf of charity. And Bet365, of course, who sponsor the show. There, there was a, a weird moment in that game as well when um, Hirelio Gomez dropped that absolute clang. Um, and just let the ball dribble between his legs over the line. Um, and Leicester, you know, as they do when they score any goal, play Kasabian over the top. Like, oh, which is like, really just kick it like That's in the boot, yeah. isn't it? Herodo Gomez, <laughs> Gomez on his day can just be absolutely fantastic, but yeah. he's yeah. always got that in his locker Definitely. as well. Mm-hmm. It's some locker. It is. Um, uh, Wide. Let's, let's talk about the FA Cup first round. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Salford City 2, Notts County nil. It was on television. That was game of the weekend. What a game. Richie that was. Allen's goal. Fantastic. The second goal. Yeah. Was just like Roy of the Rovers stuff. <laughs> incredible. He took out like three players at one time. Yeah, but then like it did a quick one two in the box. Yeah. Like proper, like like Iniesta style. <laughs> but, <laughs> but really slow. It was, yeah. it was like a, a really slow version. It was a great FA Cup tie. The 59 places in the football pyramid separate these two. As, as, as they did a um, kickoff. Salford are in the Northern Premier League. 
Premier Division. Obviously <laughs> yeah. owned by the Devil Brothers, Nicky Butt, Paul Skulls, and Ryan Giggs. And, and, Billy, and, and uh, League billionaire Peter Lim as well, I think. Yeah. Oh, well, um, that, that'll be the yeah, yeah, yeah. element. Because be... I was thinking, if they go and do something, they'll have to sell it because footballers aren't yeah. as rich as billionaires and you know yeah. oligarchs and stuff That's like that. That's the real owner. That's the uh, real owner, yeah. I, I got, I, on, on, the game was on Friday night, of course. On Friday afternoon, I uh, watched a bit of that class of 92 documentary about mm. Salford City. And, yeah. they, and they're the two joint managers at Salford City who are still there, of course. And yeah. one of them's a very, very punchy chap, shall we uh-huh. say. Um, and I tweeted. Um, I didn't at him. I didn't know he was on Twitter. I tweeted, so, oh, they seem quite transparent in their in their management technique. Yeah. Because um, so, they just sort of shout a lot and stuff. And, mm. and, and that appears, to be fair to them, it appears to work. They've, they've been promoted <laughs> a few times and all that other stuff. So good for them. But I tweeted that. And then about five minutes later, the actual one of the actual guys tweeted me. So, oh, right. saying, oh, if we, if we were a bit more chilled out, maybe we'd have had four promotions in a row rather than three, like being quite chippy about it. Right? <laughs> then I realised it was about two hours before kickoff. <laughs> so, what he is doing, looking on Twitter, two hours before kickoff, I have no idea. But to be fair to them, they won, so I can't complain. Yeah, they yeah. I, had a, I had a lovely story about talking of uh, like lower league, um, non, what, non league managers. You remember I mentioned before about my old uh, non league club, Leatherhead? Yeah. And one of their managers uh, being rather explicit during half time yeah. team talks <laughs> a friend of mine he carried on playing for Leather and there was another manager who took over and if they'd played really well and the manager was in good spirits apparently he was he had quite a you know a, a funny shaped body yeah. and he would before they got into the dressing room he'd, he'd whip his kit off and just be standing there naked and they'd walk in and go well I thought you boys deserved a laugh <laughs> oh my god <laughs> demeaning himself in the quest for wins <laughs> like a jester covering himself in his on excrement, like, yeah, this is oh me. Respect me. Speaking of, that. speaking of funny things happening, did you Here's see your the, three points? Did you see the Notts County player get a cup of tea thrown over him by a, at least a, a Salford fan? That's Actually, not that, nice. That's, that's we don't what, like I to see it was that. Cold. The ball went out. Well, he was still drinking it, but the ball went out for a throw-in. But I think the Notts County player um, did the thing that you see sometimes where he just wants to make sure it goes out, so he boots it. Yeah. But of course, it's a non-league ground, right? So the, the player, the fans are really close to the pitch, mm. and it almost hit this kid. And you can see the guy next to him shouting, he's just a boy, he's just a boy. Oh. And then and the, the Notts County player gave him a bit back. And so the boy just looked around, just chucked the tea yeah. all over him. No, wow. Yeah. Tea time. It's tea time, he should have said at the end of that. <laughs> and I took consolation from the fact that Notts County looked that bad on TV, but they were uh, fully able to beat Portsmouth the week before. In the league, so, <laughs> yeah, good for them. Portsmouth are still in the top three, though, aren't they? Just about. Yeah. Uh, no, they might Plymouth not be are done. dominating. Though. They are. Well done, Plymouth. Alan Smith was playing for Notts County, too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Ooh. And, uh, and um, obviously, Danny Weber scored the opening goal. Ex United and ex Pompey mm. as well scored mm. the opening goal for Salford. There, there were some, uh, there were some big upsets in the in the first round of the FA Cup. The crew lost at home one 0 to uh, East Lee. The National mm. League East Lee knocked out League One side Crew. Yeah, East Lee are doing very, very well. I think they're about seventh in the conference. Which are, and they're, and they're not they're from not they're, they're based not too far where I'm from yeah. and I can't ever remember them being that that good. I mean mm. that's one step away from from professional football is, is outrageously good mm. for them. So yeah. well done. And crew are really struggling by the way. I think they're rock bottom of uh, of League One. Altrincham beat Barnsley one 0 I mean that's another last National League side beating uh, a League another One. Another struggling League One. Team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it does show you, doesn't it? That you know how how. Morale can affect you if you're really, really down in the doldrums. Uh, maybe the maybe the quality isn't <laughs> isn't as you know, gaping as it seems. I don't there. think it is because at conference level or whatever you call it, our national league, and I'm led to believe they're practically full time. Of course, they're not well paid, but they're yeah, practically full time. But at Salford's level, they're not full time because they yeah. were talking about that boy mm-hmm. played at right back, I think, for Salford, and he and apparently. He was player of the season last season and he regularly plays and then just goes straight onto his night shift yeah. wow. and goes all the way through and then, and then sleeps during the day. Well, so they are they are very much with, part-time at that level. With National League 
players as well. They'll have a profession and they'll also get paid no, not 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 too bad money. Nothing to, to you know turn your nose up. It's like subs, isn't it? Really? Yeah, so. exactly. And and so they'll kind of have uh, two bits of income there. Whereas if you make that step up to professional, you actually but depending I, on what you do. No, but I think national league are professional. I think they're pretty much are professional. I think they're full time oh, players. Okay, right, right, but right. I think it's when you get below that they're not. Um, but it's full time players that you know don't make a lot of money. Yeah, of course, you know, no, absolutely. Yeah, like yeah, minimum yeah. wage. But we don't make job, a lot yeah. of money, do we? No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Could, Buy some mattresses, will you? Um, Forest Green, <laughs> wonderful result uh, away to Wimbledon. Um, and again, a National League side that uh, represent themselves very yeah. well. Beat the League I'd, two side. Lovely bit of commentary on the uh, the yeah. highlights. There was. I did notice on the first goal, there was no pile on. Second goal, there was a big pile on. Yeah. And John Parkin had entered, exited oh. the field exited the field before that happened. So a relief for all. Yeah. I, I, saw, I saw the name Parkin and thought, is it? Is it a, yeah. I mean, it <laughs> and is. then he lumbers <laughs> <I can tell laughs> the in the lumbers interview. Um, wow. The, the reason that the commentary is so funny is because in the early rounds of the FA Cup, they get the local BBC Radio yeah. person, don't they? And I think that guy was from BBC Radio Gloucestershire. <coughs> well, a, a lot excitable. of the time they're using it like as a soapbox as well. <laughs> yeah. Like this is my big moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely well. nail it. And so they should. Uh, when, when it was Elliot Freer who got the winner, and the, and the commentator was like, "It's Elliot Freer for Forest Green." Ah, yeah. and he just went, "Elliot Freer!" He just shouted <laughs> yeah. his name. It's so excited. It sounded like a librarian <laughs> launching into space. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> Elliot Freer celebrate. <laughs> Correct. Um, and then Cheshire United, they beat Bristol Rovers uh, away 1-0. Southern League Premier Division side beating the League 2 side. League 2 sides didn't... Uh didn't fare too well. Did Bristol two, Rovers miss a penalty in that game? Um, I think Cheshire United, didn't they? Well, oh, they, yeah, I think they did. Barry Hales came off the bench, mm. didn't he? Ah. Like 43-year-old player coach Barry Hales. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> nice Super. to hear a mention for him. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, right, enough of this glitz and glamour. Let's go to La Liga. Um, Sevilla beat Real Madrid 3-2. First league yeah. defeat of the season for Real Madrid. Sergio Ramos scored a bicycle kick but injured himself in the process. He was already injured when doing that bicycle kick. I, I love that though. It was the very passion. good. It, it, he was treading that fine line between bravery and stupidity. It was a, re- it was a real... Because he scored a bicycle kick like a few weeks ago, didn't he? And But this one was a lot more reserved, let's say, and a lot yeah. closer to the ground. And then he was just... He instantly popped his shoulder and just started oh. screaming. Going, yeah. But he still kind of had a look whether the ball went in the net. But he couldn't celebrate. He was like... Yeah. He couldn't show anything on his yeah. face. He's and like, if, if Sergio Ramos can't celebrate a personal <laughs> achievement, you know that that is serious. Yeah. Yeah. Ronaldo played but didn't score. Don't hear that very w- often, do you? Yeah. You don't hear that very often. No, he's he's concentrating on this film, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, his movie career. <laughs> the film career. Barcelona beat Villarreal. Neymar with a delightful... Oh, my God, one. that was one of the goals of the season. Yeah. That was just delicious. It, it, just it, it, don't, that's it. Don't bother with bringing Messi back. Let's see how good Neymar can <laughs> get. Yeah. I think that's it. Delicious mm. and leave it there. Yeah. Um, Look David, it up if you've not seen it. I thought you meant the word delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll see that goal. Um, uh, David Moyes has been sacked. As, yeah. he, as as Real Sociedad manager. Seth. Is his career in a downward spiral? I think so. <laughs> yeah, he's lost he's been, linked, he's been linked with the Newcastle job, and I'm wondering whether he should maybe go back to he somewhere was, he was heavily, down on that. That's heavily. sort of like doing panto, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> heavily linked with Villa, but uh, yeah, does he does he really... I suppose for a lot of people, they would still think of Moyes as the Everton guy. Manchester United, that was always a tricky one. He's gone abroad, different surroundings, so on and so forth. He's definitely so, on his last hit if he's, if he's not used it already. <laughs> though. He got, I mean, you can't see... Uh, genuinely, he can't expect to just walk into a Premier League No, he can't, now. but pe- many people will still see him as a Premier League manager. And uh, that's not necessarily that disagreeable. It's, pre- it's pretty sort of dreadful get, getting rid of him in November when him and McKinley have experienced a San Sebastian summer and yeah. they're just getting their yeah. ginger skin peeled just off. Peeling, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peeling, yeah. So now... The autumn, maybe, autumn time's coming. Maybe this is it. It's like, David, if we don't sack you, you, you are going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> We've oh. run out of factor a million. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was the right thing to do. The right thing to do. And the right thing to do right now, will we go to the uh, highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Hello, everyone. Um, I've got a great highlight of the week here from Joseph Bramley, who says, My highlight of the week is Gelson Fernandez becoming the first player to score in each of the top four leagues in Europe, the Bundesliga, Serie A, Premier League, and uh, League 1. And he says, What makes this even more impressive? is that he's only scored 12 goals in his entire career. <laughs> and the 12 include the following. One in the Swiss Super League, three in the Premier League, three in Serie A, one in the Championship, one in the Bundesliga, one in Ligue 1, one World Cup qualifier, and one in the 2010 World Cup. That's 12 goals in eight different competitions. That's fantastic. Yeah. Great. Mm. I haven't looked it up. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did check it I'm pretty sure it's a cursory correct. glance yeah, um, so that's a uh, good start uh, recently edited Wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so that was, I thought that was a very interesting one well done um, what else have we got here Mark Ridley he says during the half time interval in the Didcot versus Exeter Cup tie there was an Exeter supporter who sat down on the terraces to consume his refreshments which were winkles which he removed from the shell with a pin <laughs> Didcot is a good two hour drive from a shellfish encrusted seabed <laughs> so God knows where he got them from <laughs> Pete you were, you were a bit of a winkles man I think. my dad was a big winkles man I used to just sit there and watch him pull them out with a pin <laughs> Yeah, that's how you. That's how you eat them. Um, that's how you eat them. Yeah, I would have thought when he. Oh, when I'm, it, just, I'm not going to go there. Don't worry. When he mentioned yeah. Winkles, because you do get them fairly regularly in Portsmouth-based fish and chip shops, but they're normally in a jar and they're already mm. shelled. So I don't know why he had the shells with him. Maybe he just drove down with them. Braver man than me. I remember yeah. when my dad first moved down to. Oh God, I think we were down to Hartlepool, and it was his first day in Hartlepool, and he went to the beach, and there was just loads of um, cockles on the beach, and he spent alive, ages alive just pick, picking them up and going, "Why has nobody picked up these cockles?" I mean, we're downwind from the power station. He was sick for like three days. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, There'll be another eat. extract from Pete's book <laughs> next week. I've got, more, I've got more for Pete in a minute, actually. Mm. I'll come on to that in a sec. Uh, James Holness has uh, said uh, his highlight of the week is the less than impressed Lincoln fans who launched a bin onto the pitch at Whitehawk in the <laughs> FA Cup. Chuck yourselves in! Oh, yeah, Whitehawk <laughs> beat them, I think, 5 3. What a wonderful name, Whitehawk. Yeah, it's great. Are they going to swoop? Whitehawk, that's very near Are me, they going to yeah. swoop for any players? I, I, I quite like. Uh, I quite um, like uh, well, they probably will because they're in bright and a lot of things sweep at you. They're, yeah. they're, in, they're in beak form. At the moment, if they got to a uh, European competition, would they have a two-egged affair? <laughs> Can I move on? Yeah, go on. Tobias Ashton's a Torquay <laughs> fan. Deserved more. It, well, I'll decide. Yeah. This is my section. <laughs> uh, Tobias Ashton's a Torquay fan. He said Torquay's game was postponed to extend our unbeaten run. Um, so good for them. It doesn't really count. I suppose it sort of does. Yeah. But um, yeah, Torquay haven't lost since the 6th of October, but they're still in the relegation zone of the National League, which is a real crime because they were previously a, uh, a football league club. And James Brett finally has said, uh, oh, my, heart James. Of, my heart of the week is Pete's history teacher. Pete, oh, right, do, you want, okay. do you want to uh, expand on that for the Mr. Listeners? Lee. Got an A and A level, so no, I was pre- predicted a D. So obviously I was very happy with it, Luke. No, but do you want the Weimar explain? Republic? Hang on, what's going on? British here? political I history. Think, I think it's more of Pete's book. What's Smashed happening? it. <laughs> uh, Mister Lee got involved on Twitter, didn't he? Yeah, I, and then I, you retweeted my ex-history yeah. teacher's uh, yeah. tweet. It was a lovely, heartwarming. Story. It was heartwarming. I've been supporting him for about what ten years. I did a tweet saying, "Are uh, oh, we really, tiptoeing around a court case?" Do you want to really, hear about it or not? He's <laughs> a really good, a really good bloke. Right. He's a member of the goodies as well. Yeah, right. <laughs> I did a tweet saying, on a, on a little, because you can do polls on Twitter now, saying, what should Peach buy next time he's drunk? And one of the, one of the uh, <laughs> options was a piano, and the other option was a piano. And his ex-history teacher got in touch saying he should buy a pint for his old history teacher. Aww. And then Pete went, oh, Mr. Lee, great to hear from you. And I thought it was a nice story. That's right? lovely. Have you, lovely. Have you sent him a pint voucher? Well, it's, it's, <laughs> That's like a quid in Hartley Pope, don't worry about it. <laughs> 
Uh, Mr. Lee has recently retired after 38 years teaching history, so good luck to him. Uh, yeah. yeah, indeed. Mm. Yeah, story for off the mics, mate. <laughs> um, anything else, Luke? No, but do you want a website roundup? Lovely. Love, would love uh, to. I've, I've got a highlight. Oh, yeah, I do as well. I get in? Um, Joel Jackson tweeted me. A lot of people tweeted me about this, but Joel Jackson was first, so I'm just going to give him the credit. Um, oh, Mr. Tweeted Jackson. me to point out that Jeff Goldblum oh, did yeah. a PC World advert like a true Hollywood A-lister. <laughs> well, Samuel Jackson, he was in a... a, a <laughs> All that tells us, Jim, is that Jeff Goldblum needs a new agent. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can see his talent even if his agent can't. That's it. Oh, and uh, Patrick Vieira, New York City FC manager. Yeah. Lovely gig, that. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. What a gig. Enjoyable. Yeah. I've had a couple of meetings. I'm going to be doing a uh, fitness and cookery book with uh, Fulham Central Defender, Eat Clean with Tim Ream. So nice. that's going to be out in, on Hodder and Stolton yeah, good. later in the year. Time for Christmas? Or? Yep. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Luke. Uh, website roundup, courtesy of the always excellent Kelly Wells. She says, this week we've got the science behind Arsene Wenger's cuff-tastic shoot for L'Equipe Sports and Style. Uh, that's, that's really weird, that. I've, I've seen that. <laughs> um, he's, uh, yeah, he's very existentialist in the interview as well. He, very he French. Is. As French as Wenger has ever been. Uh, and that's saying something. Uh, I mean, he's come over here from Japan. <laughs> uh, how well you know your club, featuring a welcome return of the off-reference, but f- rarely heard from Kevin from Fife, so do check that out. Uh, the Champions League, featuring the unwelcome return of Mike Smalling, and of course, Alan Pardew schooling Jurgen Klopp in the art of proper English football. Indeed. So follow Kelly on at Kelly underscore Wells. There we are. Any more for any more? That's it from me. Lovely old job. Um, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The website is thefootballramble.com. Twitter, at Football Ramble, Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget the the uh, Premier League preview show mm. on Friday mornings. Say goodbye, Jim. Later. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Petey. Bye. Cheerio from me. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.